this is uh, I like to be interactive. So if you guys have your chat open, whatnot, love to see it. And then at um, uh, I know because whenever there is a talk, sometimes people don't usually like to turn on their camera and just uh, talk. So we'll have the chat going. Um, the as Linda so amazingly described. Um, I think all of us are in that state of change makers. So we're creating a mission, we're driven, we keep going. And uh, however, us, we are being so busy and be default into that business. Sometimes it kind of seems like we're losing traction and we're losing the aim of what we're truly trying to do. Um, so uh, uh, for all of us, um, why do I care is that um, I was someone that a typical busy bee grew up in an Asian family, only girl, only child, and all my cousins are all male. So a uh, very typical of, yeah, get a good grade, get a good job, settle down, you should be all good. And I was like, oh, wow, that is far from what I see a successful life is for me. And um, but that time I still follow the track. I think all of us have followed some kind of track of us we're moving through our career, our life, and to things just doesn't work out. Where uh two bachelors, two masters got into medicine and I was was one of the most world-renowned hospital in the heart and lung industry where that's my specialty. People even come internationally, fly in just so we can provide surgical intervention. But that also means I was working 80 hours per week. And sometimes when you get a consult, immediately you're jumping in, even though it's seven o'clock at night and you're trying to book someone for the next day or day after. And, and that competitiveness also means, wow, the sense of if I don't do it, who else is going to do it? I think all of us have some type of sense of well, if I don't just jump on, someone else is going to take longer. I don't know if that's going to get it done. I'm going to do it faster anyway. And that really raised some of the questions of, is there any going to be enough? Is there, uh, when I train people, is that always going to be the revolving door, like what we're seeing right now with the staff shortage, silent resonations? And uh, what does that mean for me to just keep pouring out? And I might lose a sense of myself or am I really just losing all my time, energy and sanity? And um, now I also wanted to, for all of us to take a second and really think about this, right? Put it in a chat on a scale of one to five. Five means you got this, right? You create exact time freedom you want. You know exactly when to do what, when to relax, when to do your meetings, and then you got everything planned out. You have the flexibility and constriction that you want. One means you're just not there. Where are you? Right, put it in the chat, one to five. Four and a half, three and a half, four, four, four and five. We're pretty good, right? Like that's awesome. And um, yes, yeah, some uh, Mary Mike uh, added two, and then so majority of us are actually doing really well, and that is amazing. And now, when we consider freedom, there are actually five categories of freedom. Time is one of them. Another is people freedom, right? The type of people you want to work with, interact with, having your life. 
professionally and personally. Location freedom. Does it matter where do you live? Where do you travel to? Uh, would you be willing to uh, be those uh, warrior uh, speaker? Every month is a, a new location um, versus some people like to more stay put. Uh, and then activity freedom, the type of things that you do that truly ignites you and in your zone of genius in, uh, without getting into some other zones we'll discuss in the perhaps discuss uh, distraction, discouragement, or things that you just felt like an obligation. And then uh, uh, lastly is your financial freedom, uh, how much you will really require to live the lifestyle comfortably at the quality that you want. So sometimes when we're thinking about going forward, we might not realize what uh, fulfillment and success of the type of freedom that we want and really rank them based on what we truly care about. I always love to ask the question of time freedom because that's what I consider the most important for me to be that flexible. So uh, let me ask you, have you, does any of it sound like you where sometimes you spend uh, all the time just going through what you need to do for your career, and then it seems like you wake up doing it yet another day? There are excitements for sure, but sometimes it seems like you like what you do, but not how you do it. And, or you have uh, the ability to go on vacations all the time, but you really have to Think about who else can carry on all the other works that you need to do so you can have the balance and then be able to comfortably delegate to the rest of people, right? And um, perhaps sometimes you spend a lot of hours at work and then feeling like uh, even when you get home uh, or when you work from home and you walk outside of that office, it seems like you cannot shut things down. And even just for a couple minutes. Uh, and hopefully that it's not going to be the case that you are on vacation and still thinking about all the tasks that you still have to respond to. And then, um, and perhaps that at times you are not wanting to even speak up uh, because people might think that you're rocking the boat. Uh, you should just be a team player. Um, as a leader, you should just listen more instead of being more instructional and then be seen like a controlling. Um, but we all know at a time, growth and scaling are two different things, right? When we are growing means we're adding more tasks, resources, and people to help us grow. For skill, it means you have exact the same amount of people, resources, and still able to up-level you to the next level. So that's what we're hoping to get to the next place. So let me ask you this. You guys probably already know that since uh, Linda mentioned it earlier. What's the number one factor that you think and found in research for productivity and for employee retention? Type it in the chat if you have a guess. Okay, learning, development, anything else? Freedom, time. Community, connection, choice, work-life balance. Okay, 
Engagement, happy employees. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So the the main five uh, factors they uh, studied were on salary, right? Type of financial and year bonus based on performance. Uh, training, which is some of you guys also mentioned. Autonomy, right? How much they, you allow them to be expandable within the space. And lastly, it's appreciation, which you tap more into that common community connection side. And uh, the answer is appreciation. I think we all know this by some degree. However, it's hard, isn't it? To actually understand appreciation because we all have different appreciation languages, just like you have different love languages. And sometimes people also <laughs> are unable to assess what type of appreciation is needed for whom, right? Because that takes a conversation, takes time to actually figure those things out. And um, and for some people, we're seeing, wow, you know, it's actually going to summertime coming up. So people should be happier and they're going to go on vacations and all that. And then we have a shift in season. Wintertime, yeah, it's more difficult. Um, people get stuck at home, holidays tough, whatnot. But we also, by uh, study, found work productivity decreased by 20%. And you are, on average, teams take 13% high, uh, longer to complete any project. And with any organizations, startups, two are larger. And we can't really afford that because that longer amount of time means lack of impact. And that impact equals revenue and goals and driven. And that also means you pay the same amount of um, uh, cost money to your employees and still not achieving what you're hoping to uh, have. Uh, that also probably correlates with this statistics, 19% drop in employee attendance. So if you don't have people who are there to help you to support on these projects, of course, things are going to go slower. And we also seeing 120% higher in people wanting to search for other jobs. And that's also tough. So then uh, we also mentioned, right, like season can be tough for us because coming off the holidays, um, we have to spend more money um, visiting families, buying gifts. And in fact, actually, only 16% of people are, are not stressed at all during the holiday season, even though it's supposed to be holiday cheers. Um, so we have all these external factors and that are changing us and then affecting how we do things. So now uh, what I learned through the journey of training and moving from more clinical role into a healthcare business and operational role is that, yes, sometimes you just have to dive deeper into yourself. Um, what I found was I had to 100% take the ownership of I made myself to that burnout state of to be so overwhelmed and worry about everybody because I cost that. I constantly say yes to the things that just wait on me more. And sometimes, especially as uh, organization leaders, it can seem like you are the executive of everything. And it's hard to separate yourself into 
are doing only the things that truly what you need to do to create the maximum result. And while we're still giving ourselves excuses of, oh, it just need to be done. So I had to go through a lot of work myself uh, and dive deeper into what I used to do before medicine in self-efficacy, self-care, where I down my thesis on from neuroscience and public health with community building and um, project management and really uh, turn it into how do we engage with people? Because the way that we're not getting appreciation is also not about other people not seeing us. It's we're not expressing, we're not connecting people in the right way. And so, yes, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. And there's never going to say any opportunity, you can definitely turn that into a gift. And then if you truly feel like there's nothing can be changed, we also know we can continue just move on. So I realized that I definitely wanted to live and not just to work for a financial support or for a status. Um, And as we're going through it, I believe life is short. And so it's too short to be making ourselves unhappy. Um, And to create bigger impact, And that really means how do we continue to be effective? Because um, I believe everyone can crush it if we do it right way. Um, By the default, busyness doesn't mean it's productivity. And even you're productive, you can get a lot of things done. That doesn't mean effective because efficiency means the shortest path to getting them done. But even just getting those effective things done is a really creating impact in what you wanted to do. All right. So let's get started uh, to create more time freedom so you can really amplify uh, your mission and your drive. All right, the next, first thing is we're going to elevate your vision. And so think about your uh, personal mission, right? From uh, all alignment, when we think about cohesively, um, really, truly work-life balance, I don't believe in that because there's really hard. If we really drive for everything on the balance beam, that means something gonna fail, right? And it just to keep everything maintained, it's gonna be difficult. But what I believe is creating harmony. So think about all of this and give yourself almost like a self-assessment score on, all right, so what does that mean for my career development? What about my financial intelligence? Well, who am I as a person that, uh, connect to that mission, right? What truly drive you to do all these other things? Um, how is my family dynamic, my love relationship impacting and that social support that I can always have? And what about my spirituality, right? It doesn't have to be religious. Um, and what about other factor as your quality of life? How do you want to live? And uh and then who are you as a, a person, right? Your personal growth. When you think about all those different areas together, and that's where most people need to begin is have that honest self-assessment of all these categories. Where am I? And then how do I create a shift to increase my quality in those subdomain and not necessarily has to be increased quantity. 
And so most organizations definitely set goals and very few create real results is because there's a difference between knowing the path and walking the path, right? Just like myself, when I was in the round of just operating, seeing patients nonstop, I know what I need to do from my background in behavior performance sciences before I even walk into medicine, but I wasn't adopting in the right way. And just like many of um, high-level executives, we all know, we love to learn. We probably have read thousands of books, listened to uh, hundreds of hours of podcasts, uh, and being on hundreds of hours of training. But what do we need to do to take the right information walk the right path, that's the challenge. And um, just use an example. Also, we uh, know, I believe this is a Hopkins study where they shown that uh, people can be broken geniuses. Uh, 51% of primary care doctors actually are overweight and obese. And when they are engaging with patients, people there and clients and advising them on health, they're actually missing out on the basic sense of talking about nutrition and weight performance. And therefore, we have to think about, like, what does that mean, right? Or perhaps you think, oh, no, Sabrina, uh, I sometimes just needed to be a little more disciplined, right? I, I just need to train my willpower in some way. But we also know self-control, discipline, willpower will fail us 100% of the time because if we feel like we just need a little bit more, we also put ourselves into that negative state of we're never going to have enough. So what we truly need to do is getting to know it's more about self-management, not so much about time management. And um, it's about learning the way to last. Just like our typical, um, you know, our childhood story, right? The turtle and the uh, rabbit, when you stretch out that rund, are you going to spring and stop and never just keep going? And also we need to be able to say, okay, our brain and how we function, it helped us to get success to this level. But how do we go to the next level if we don't update our basic internal system? Right, just like our cell phone, it's like updating every 90 days, seems like. And if you don't update it, these apps are not functioning. So we also have to update our internal system of that mental fitness to be able to then add on these apps, these different things we care about for growth, for professionally, personally, um, and through different methods that we truly want to have in life. All right, so update your system of software to be the most successful self. And then we needed to know how to really truly turn, not just I wish about it, I want about it, but what you need to do, it has to be a must do. If it's not a must, then we again give ourselves an excuse of mm, might not need to be needing it that much. So it's about how we define success. That's def definition of success could be based on that five level of freedom, right? And then it's a good marker. And it can also be defined by those 10 different major category of life that you see whether you want all areas to be 10 out of 10, or there's some areas that will be okay to be less important, but still pay attention to them. And 
That's why we say it's not so much about willpower, but your why power. When you turn things into a must and have reasons truly behind that, and things become more powerful and activating, even when things become tough that we don't even want to do, right? I, I'm sure um, you might have the moment just like myself. And there's some days you just wake up like, I wish I could just sleep in today. Let me just have a break. Uh, and this is how you truly think about when you even on the bad day, when your white power and your things you turn it into a must is so strong. That's how we create momentum and continue. All right. So I love to say this. You have to say no to almost everything. Then you can truly say yes to the only things that light you up because no really means new opportunities. And it's not means actually stopping ourselves from doing things. Uh, it's that every time we say yes, it's such a strong yes. We don't question it anymore. All right. So just like uh, one of my uh, client, Dr. Tony Demaris, uh, he was at a point where he already have uh, 12 clinicians in his network with six different clinics throughout the Texas area. And he has always been a great speaker. And um, at the time, he also wanted to launch his own podcast on addiction medicine. And with multiple different talks, his struggle was, well, I just wanted to know everybody within my company. And I goes, well, when your company is already reaching 100 people and you want to grow even larger, how could you possibly uh, know everybody? It just seems to be uh, not also mentally is taxing. And how do you truly know someone if you need to be in that position? And so he realized what he really wanted to do, why he wanted to grow his practice as bigger is that he actually wanted to provide more education, helping the younger practitioners open up their businesses. And so we really shifted the way that he um, perceived and then what he is focusing on. And now he's creating a more of a pathway through his own business journey to help even more new graduate on their path to create career change. So now our second must do is on elevating your own desire. And uh, life is simple, but we insist to make it complicated. And the thought process is that um, when things are too simple, our mind is thinking, hmm, that doesn't seem like valuable. If we're if it takes a couple more steps, it seems like that's more worse of my while. So even for all of us, by default, sometimes simplicity is a must. So how often do you feel like, put it in the chat, in a typical day, your mind just busy thinking about things that doesn't concern at current moment. Do you think it's like 10%, 20%? 60%, 80%, What do you think on the average study? What's the percentage of people start thinking about things that's not what you actually pay attention to at the, right now? What's that percentage? Some said, yeah, subconscious mind is 100%. And uh, 40%, 65, 50, 
Yeah. So by study,、uh, we have seen about eighty percent of the time, our mind is thinking about something completely outside of your present moment, and that also because when we switch from one task to the next or one thought process to the next, it takes time for us to shift. Right. So if you're just thinking about multitasking. That in itself, just to switch your one thought to the next, takes a millisecond. And but we actually continue to carry on what we need to do from one moment to the next. And some study even say that we have between forty to eighty million thoughts are repeating from day to day, and that has nothing to do with what we truly wanted to write out and focus on. So I know some people are really good about. Waking up in the morning, getting down to your must do, right the the highest priority list, and that's amazing. Yet all these another things are gonna bombard our mind, and so it's tough to deal with that. And then so some that believe it seems like oh I know I can set up these markers, I can just keep myself going, or yes,、um, if I. Don't know how to do something. I'll always figure out, right? And yes, you can. And a lot of people have that skill set ability. But then, is it truly robbing your time or creating time for you? So, how much is your time worth? And this can be actually a calculation based on the tasks that you do and、um, the major things that you can produce outcome. Right, so、uh, something that to calculate that is,、um, for example, if、uh, a deal that you can make and for a typical contract is ten thousand dollars, how much time are you spending to make that deal happen, right? And、um, uh, but if the activity that you're doing、um, can be hired by someone else, do you truly need to do that activity? And if you truly need to do those activity, that also bring down your average hourly worth in that value, right? And so it's the sense of how much time is spent on certain tasks of type of activities, and therefore、um, productivity is always right. It's really never an accident. It's always a result of commitment to excellence. Intelligent planning and focused effort,、um, because we definitely want to create more freedom. And the concept comes to this: How do you create that freedom and understand your time value? Is based on a freedom compass. And the four zones are desire, distraction, disinterest, and the dreadful. And what worked for you definitely would not work for other people. But even doing these analysis, I immediately usually cut. At least ten hours off someone's hand.、Um, so, what does that mean to be in a desire zone? Is two factors. It's in your genius zone of the things that you like to do, produce the highest impactful result. And number two is something that you're actually passionate and then really wanting and excited about doing. Now, the distraction zone is you only have an interest and passion in figure things out and doing it. But you actually is not in your natural genius zone. 
right? Versus disinterest means something you come to you so easily, you can do it uh, within a short amount of time, but you just don't like to do it. And the last zone is that it's your true obligation, things that you don't like to do and you don't have the skill set, right? So from a, a startup people, it could be, well, I need to get funding. I don't really know how to be a, a well-spoken uh, person. I'm just going to create a deck and start going uh, find things, right? And then and this interest zone for a leader could be, I uh, do uh, project analysis is super easy for me, but data entrance, uh, putting a report together, I don't like to do it. But even though I is inter- uh, it's within my skill set, uh, I'll just do it. But eventually, the more things that you don't like to do, you do more of it, it kills your m- momentum. Now, surprisingly, most people stay in any other zone but the desire zone. And because we're just so busy, right? We're so busy doing the things we feel comfortable in doing. And we're so busy on just getting things done. And sometimes really it's that busyness is really out of control that we are not able to slow down to help you to speed up and unable to stop to regain that clarity of what truly matters to get to the best point to create the shortest path to your next point. So uh, highly successful people do not get everything done um, because we just truly wanted to get 80% of what's most useful and keep moving. Um, And um, even with uh, Dr. Agnes, when we uh, process, she was really uh, running a neuropathic neurofeedback clinic with a decent amount of help in her clinic. So I was very excited for her to have that level of support. However, she was keep giving in to people who make excuses for her and that uh, she ended up doing their job uh, as a processor. So we really needed to think about what when you have a high quality of people and then what to delegate, how to delegate, and then be okay with that. And the last thing as we're wrapping up is elevating your mind. Um, it's about how are you perceiving the environment that you created? So one of uh, the years back, I believe that was back in the 60s, um, the DC Zoo got a this amazing, beautiful white tiger. And at the time, they didn't have a room to host a tiger. So they built this uh, 12 by 12 feet mental uh, metal cage for the tiger. So the tiger, of course, pacing around the outer border of the box day after day while they're building a big, beautiful park with waterfalls and caves for the tiger. Once the park is built and they release the tiger into the new park, and guess what? The tiger found a spot on the outside border of that area and start pacing in that 12 by 12 box again. And are we really putting ourselves by comfort, creating a box ourselves and caging ourselves? Or when we get released and when we are seeing opportunities and room full of uh, people and resources, we're able to 
gravitate toward those, release ourselves, where we continue to get a pace within those box. And the time of change is never too late, right? And they say the growing and the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago, but the uh, next best time is now. So how are we continue to not try to just eliminate all the frustrations and figuring out exactly what to do? And or the other concept is I have to make everything the process is the perfect before I deploy to my team or deploy to someone that I truly need to connect with. So we can definitely conquer all the roadblocks um, by thinking about our own performance. And based on positive intelligence, we understand there are actually 10 sabotaging tendencies that stop us that we created these roadblocks, but it's okay. They helped us to grow to a certain level. But if the quicker we can call them out, I even have everybody give a name, right? Um, my saboteur, the ju- uh, major saboteur judge, I called it the itty bitty shitty committee because this committee is going to sing, sing, sing. However, when it starts singing, I can recognize that I can call a stop to it and regroup myself and reset my mind. What I call that mini mental vacation and get myself into a better state. And then I can be more creative, more empathetic, and more thoughtful toward the next level. So everyone, I'm glad that you're here. How do you feel right now? Right? What, what's that moment of, do you feel great, okay, amazing? How do you feel? Blessed, inspired, thankful, awesome, right? And I believe that all of us are in a place of, yes, um, to be more fun, joy. And all of us are amazing because when we're born, we're born that way, right? Purity. And then as we grow, uh, different things come into our life. We start to think about, hmm, what else could that be? Is that something that I'm doing really uh, impacting me? And we start restricting ourselves and creating those 10 sabotaging personas. And that is not really us. But recall the last time you got super excited, right? How long did that last? Is that hours, days, weeks, months, years? Like grandbabies are born, people got a new car, uh, new promotion. How long did those things last? Right. And majority of the time, people tell me, oh, it's actually like hours to days and then really never months to years. Right. Because our, we know joy and happiness is needed to be rebuilt um, by study. Every one negative experience or thought takes at least three positive ones to rebuild them. And that's why a process of study, when we think about positive intelligence with neuroscience, cognitive behavior, and performance science, tell us the true achievement, not so much based on what we thought is your IQ, EQ, or, oh, this person have 20 years experience, that beats out the person that have five. Not necessarily, right? It's actually the true achievement, performance, and happiness based on PQ which is how quickly you can recognize these sabotaging tendency and the negativities and pivot really quickly to that higher level function of your brain. 
And so that's why we talk about these three core mental fitness muscles, uh, the saboteurs, the sage, and the self-command. Because the self-command is the one who I recognize my saboteur, the itty-bitty shitty committee, and then I can shut it down, right? And then the sage muscle is, oh, once I shut it down, I regroup myself, it's good. Let me think about what I need next. Perhaps I needed to create more opportunity. Perhaps I need to look for it. Perhaps I needed to be more effective. Um, perhaps I just needed to give myself the time and empathy to sit on it, right? Um, so when you accomplish 80% of your goal, how would you feel? Put it in the chat. Uh, feel awesome, great, okay, so, so bad. Yeah, once. Awesome. Amazing, right? Because at least we did 80% because our brain already processed that other 20% probably should have gone into what's called a focus funnel. Um, when you thought about the earlier state, we talked about that um, freedom compass. And then you're like, Sabrina, what about all the other things that I can't do or I shouldn't be doing? Um, we call that, then we need a process to a focus funnel. And um, then we can um, reset. Be as things are going to focus funnel, you start by, can you eliminate right away? And then can you automate? If you cannot automate or uh, systematize in some way, can you delegate it? Uh, have the trusted resource people to hire that align with who you are by personality stages, by knowing who they are uh, and putting in the right place. And if you can't even delegate, can you then delete appropriately in the right time or you have to concentrate and schedule that out to do it? Um, and then the knowing when to delay, when to concentrate is based on, is that activity going to produce your time, produce that major output, or it's just gonna take up another five minutes, but multiple five minutes add up that actually robbing your time. All right, so I always say recharge, 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 give yourself that two-minute mental fitness, right? And it's not about, oh, Sabrina, I, I get massage, I get a spa days, um, and I treat myself. Amazing, right? You should. But this is saying you have to do that throughout the day because our internal battery decreases. We are not really good at gauging that. Right? If anybody, you grab your phone, you immediately know how many percentages of battery is left. And we're so like, oh, when do I have to charge this? Right, This thing cannot be dying. But do we have the same concept when it comes to our own energy, uh, how sharp you are? And that also play into your natural energy cycle. So we wanted to beat um, the areas and time that we're not doing so well by creating additional things to reboot. So that's why mental fitness is a daily activity to recharge. Um, just like Dr. Sarah, she was running her husband's practice. She was running her own business online and she has a kid and they live in Hawaii. I was like, I wanted to have your life, but I don't want it where you're the uh, CEO of everybody, right? And then how do you be that person who really looking into your life and then the major thing we broke through was actually she had a mindset on what money really means for her. 
So we are able to say, okay, when you look into your life, if family is really truly meaningful and impactful, and your career as a provider is meaningful, then let's focus on that. Let's create that more balance instead of thinking everything has to be ten percent of each. What it means for you to offset, and then now she's able to actually. Decrease amount of work, and then able to call out her price even higher, and then hiring a separate office manager for her husband's practice, so she's not doing everything. And now time can truly rock or ruin your experience of life because time is what we want the most, and we used the worst. So uh, for sure, just like、um, Bob Proctor, a mentor is someone who sees more talent ability in you. Than in yourself to help others, and that's why a big component is for people to get and that executive、um, coach or mentor or people who has already done what you have, just perhaps a few steps before you to talk through some of the things that perhaps you can adapt. And we all know it's not so much about what we know, what we learn, but what to draw the right information, the right strategy that works best for you. So, for anybody who、uh, wanted to chat uh, for uh, any、uh, thing, if myself or my network can help you in any way from reducing some of the work that, so you don't have to wear every single hat,、uh, versus how do you truly represent yourself in the best、um, light to gain more visibility with the right circles of influence. Uh, you can scan the barcode or go to the link to have a chat. Now we all know、uh, sometimes it's easier, right?、Uh, in our own mind, oh, I just figure things out myself、uh, in some degree. But、uh, when we truly connect to other people, that's when I even made a shift.、Um, when I realized. Uh, we need to really spread our messages. I started my podcast, The Provider's Edge.、Uh, start publishing books with people and be a writer, and that's really truly we have to stand out as as、uh, leaders, as women, and as someone who has a message to share and truly continue to share those messages. So, how do you guys feel? Which one would you want to focus on first?、Uh, elevating your vision, elevating your desire. We're elevating your mind.